Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. She's an author of a new book called uh, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom, Down Home Money. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Myra. Thank you for having me, Jordan. It's great to be here. We'll get into your story in more detail, but just briefly, kind of summarize how you got from where you were to where you are today, just briefly. Certainly. I, um, it started in Kentucky. I was born in Kentucky, and I, um, I was raised by parents who um, were always trying to give us what they thought we wanted and not necessarily what we needed. And that's what really started my money journey is that I saw them sacrifice a lot growing up. Uh, working two jobs and sacrifice their time with us. And it just made me as an adult really look at money differently. And so we got real purposeful, me and my husband, and built a portfolio of rental properties in order to retire by the age of 33. So you think financial freedom uh, is available to many more people than probably think out there. Is that correct? That's basically what your message is. You know, absolutely. Um my book shares that, my journey, and it shares ways to build passive income streams. I really believe that everybody thinks you have to be wealthy to, um, you know, to retire or to work in your passion even. And it's just not the truth. Um, money gives you options. And um, it's what you do with your money that makes the difference. And I think so many times people think you have to make a lot of money. I was doing $5 haircuts, Jordan. And my husband was a policeman. And so we did it with those jobs and um, bought rental properties. And then we knew that we needed about $5,000 a month to cover all of our expenses. So we figured it out. We got a piece of paper out and pen and figured out what is it we're going to need. We, it, what it was is we needed 10 houses. And with those 10 houses, they threw us off. $5,000 a month. And so at the age of 33, I sold my hair salon and my husband quit the police department and we were free. So how would you define financial freedom, not only financially, but psychologically? What it allows you to do? Oh, wow. That's a great question. And I think that having the freedom to every day decide what you want to do or quite frankly, what you don't want to do either. <laughs> That's pretty, that, that is the best freedom ever, right? Is I, every day I get to decide what I want to do or what I don't want to do. And freedom to me is the ability to make choices and not be forced to do certain things because I have to work for the almighty dollar. So for us, we get to travel, we get to have, have, freedom of time and be with family. I think so many times that we get so caught up in our jobs and in and careers and trying to be successful that we are spending most of our time at work and we're not spending our time with the people that mean most to us. And that's the sad part. You get to where you're working so much. And I was there. I did it all through my 20s uh, with my hair salon. I was working 12 to 14 hour days in order to get to financial freedom. And um, I was spending all my time at work and not with the people that I care the most about, which was my husband uh, and my family. So I think that that is probably one of the biggest freedoms that allows you to do is you get to spend time with the people you love most and want to spend time with. What is the psychological difference between somebody who's working for others as an employee, kind of we go through school being trained to work for others, and being an entrepreneur or an owner that's working for yourself? What's the kind of psychological difference? You know, I think that a lot of times people don't realize they can be an entrepreneur. So I think that because they started at a young age, went through college, um, they find, kind of feel like they're a prisoner to whatever they got their degree in and that, they, that it's just meant for them to work in that field. And I just don't think that's the truth. I think that when you find your passion and you do work in something that you love and you enjoy doing, then you really don't have a job. And what I found, because I've done both, I've worked for someone else and I've worked for myself. So, um, and I will tell you that working for myself, it's a whole different attitude. It just, as far as, it doesn't feel like work um, because you know you're building something for your future. 
Now, when I was working as a W-2 employee, I was doing the job they hired me to do. And I don't know that I was really thinking about my future that much. It was just kind of, I was just doing, I was just every day, day in, day out, the daily grind. So for me, um, psychologically, I think that it just clears my mind and gives me clarity on what I want in life. I think when you get trapped, into working somewhere and you're trading your time for money and you know you need that money in order to pay the house payment, the car payment, the kids' school or food for the table, I think that you sometimes get a little close-minded. You kind of get a little more in the box. And once you break free of that and break free from the box, it just gives you so much more um, ability to work in the things that you really get joy from. And I think that's important. And I think that that just gets, you have a lot more of a, a joy-filled life when you have the freedom to do what you want and not, not because you're, and you're not doing it for money, you know. I mean, there's a lot of things I do and trade my time for now that I don't, money doesn't even matter. It's, I'm doing it for, to make a difference. And I went to a John Maxwell seminar, and I was sitting on the front row, and this changed my life, what he said. And this was in 2016, and I'd gotten, I took three years off as a, you know, my sabbatical to financial freedom, and I got bored. I was too young, and I got back on that treadmill, and I got back working in the real estate industry, and I was I became a top producer. Then I went on to own the franchise here in my local town. Then I went on to to run franchises for the company I'm with. And um, and then I own three franchises in three different states. And I, I just got back on that treadmill. And I'm sitting there at that meeting. Um, and uh, John Maxwell says to the audience, he says, success is great, but significance is where it's at. And Jordan, it just, I felt like he was talking to me. It went all over me. I had tears running down my face. And I realized I had gotten back on that rat race. And so I got back off, and I've been back off free, and that gave me the time to write my book because that was something I always wanted to do was to share my journey because, in all honesty, financial freedom, we talk about it a lot now, which is so cool because of all the books that have come out and, and different people pushing it. But back when I did it uh, in the 90s, it wasn't quite so cool, right? It was, uh, there wasn't as many people. We didn't really have our own tribe that were doing it. How do you expect people to get over the fear if people have been trained to be employees and work for somebody else, and as you say, trade time for money? There's a fear that comes up with taking a risk uh, to buy investment properties or start your own business. How do you help people get over that fear of, of doing that transition? Yeah, you know, um, fear comes with anything great. It just does. I mean, marriage. There's fear before you get married. Do I have the right person to spend the rest of my life with? Having children. We don't have a clue. You leave the hospital, they hand you a baby. You don't have a clue. Fear comes with everything that's great. And I think that when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, you make changes. And I think that that's what really, it just starts to move you when, but, and you know, the thing about, I mean, I have a lot of people I coach that work W-2 jobs and the W-2 job is going to get them to financial freedom. So don't uh, let me uh, not say that you have to be an entrepreneur because that's just not true. Um, it's about saving money. Are you willing to do what others don't so that you can have what others don't have too, right? I mean, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to not buy that new dress or not drive a brand new car or not live in the most, the, house, the biggest, nicest house in the neighborhood and the most you can afford home uh, in order to have financial freedom and, and have the freedom of time? And I think when you decide that, you know what, I'm willing to make those sacrifices and I'm willing for delayed gratification, and when you put the plan together and start working your plan, it happens a lot faster than you think. It took me 13 years. Uh, I was diligent. I had a plan, and I worked my plan, and I did not deviate. Uh, and that's how I got to freedom within 13 years. And so I think that um, financial freedom is for everyone. But not everyone will do it because financial freedom, it is, um, it is simple, but it is not easy. Um, there yeah. is a very simple plan. Money in, money out. 
keep more money in and make and buy investments that will throw you off another income. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. Her new book is called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more about her and her uh, book at downhomemoney.com. We'll be back after this. Wish you were in on some of the best-performing IPOs of 2019 and 2020. Our crowd investors were, and now you can join them in what's next. With our crowd, accredited investors have access to invest directly, easily, and most importantly, early. Our crowd investors have benefited from our crowd companies going IPO, such as Beyond Meat, or being bought by companies like Intel, Nike, Microsoft, and Oracle. Our crowd's investment professionals leverage their extensive network to review some of the most promising private companies and startups in the world. Their in-depth due diligence includes meeting with management teams and generally comprehensive vetting of deals they decide to make part of their own portfolio. Since our crowd has selected a deal, they offer accredited investors the opportunity to invest alongside them with the same terms. If you're an accredited investor, you can join our crowd for free at OURCROW.com slash answers and review the current deals. No payment is involved until you decide to participate in a deal. After you review deals, you have access to our crowd's investor relations team who you can talk to directly on the phone about your personal investment goals. These investment professionals at our crowd already have reviewed thousands of companies, invested hundreds of millions of dollars, closed investments in over 200 companies, and chosen dozens of companies that have made exits. Accredited investors can participate in a single company deal for as little as $10,000 or in one of our crowd's funds for as little as $50,000. Now you can invest in consumer physics, which has developed the first portable lab-grade device that can analyze material at the molecular level, helping farmers boost production, improve efficiencies, and minimize waste. Consumer physics has grown revenue over 100% year-over-year and are used by over 50 global enterprise customers today. You can invest in them at our crowd. Our crowds and credit investors have already invested over $1 billion dollars in growing tech companies. Join the fast-growing venture capital investment opportunity at rcrowd.com slash answers. What do you spend on subscriptions every month? Most of us think we spend about $80 a month on subscriptions, but many times it's $200 or much more. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people are saving thousands of dollars a year with Truebill. See all your subscriptions in one place, keep the ones you want, cancel the ones you don't, right from the app. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. No talking to humans, no difficult conversations. People have saved over two, $100 million with over 2 million people having used Truebill. In some cases, a person saved $660 a year on their DirecTV bill. Another person saved $120 on their SiriusXM bill. Another one saved $840 a year on car insurance they didn't need anymore. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MoneyAnswers. So go right now to Truebill.com slash MoneyAnswers. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. 
earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. She is the author of a new book called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more about her at her website, which is downhomemoney.com. Welcome back to the show, Myra. Thank you. Good to be back. So, so clear the way you've done this, uh, for the most part, is real estate. So let's just talk generally and then some specific things. What is it about real estate that allows people to go from their nine-to-five jobs to becoming financially free? So, you know, the thing about real estate, I, I, um, for me, I, the only reason I got into real estate is that I was doing haircuts, and I happened to be at home, and I was looking at the Dallas Morning News. You know, we used to look at newspapers, and this had been 30 years ago. I still own that home, by the way. And I was sitting there looking, at, and there was a home for sale for $18,000. And I just looked at my husband, and I said, this is what we can do. We can do real estate. I mean, I really, I wish I could give you some big long reason why I got in real estate, but I just thought, we'll buy some real estate and rent the house out. That's what I said. And within an hour, we uh, made an offer on this home. We had saved our money from haircuts and a policeman, and we bought that first house. And that's how we got started. And I think that um, the thing about real estate that I absolutely love is is the appreciation every year. And, you know, this last year we've had a huge appreciation for most of us that own real estate. Our net worth went up quite a bit because of our real estate. But I also love the depreciation that I'm able to write off, which you're not paying as much taxes on the money that you could actually be making because, you know, depreciation, you know how that goes. It's not like that uh, it's an actual takeoff of your money. It is uh, allowed um, on your tax return as a write-off for the property. And so that is a beautiful thing. And so uh, for me, I just started doing it because I, I started learning about it. And I realized this was something I can do. I have a high school education. There's nothing special about me. I am a hard worker. And I just started saving my money for down payments. And it was working. And my husband started learning how to do all the repairs. So I have to say that saved us a ton of money just because he was able to make all the repairs, which saved us, you know, from having that, the cost of repairs uh, being done. So, I mean, for us, it just worked. I don't think it works for everybody. So I think that financial freedom is very personal, and I think you have to figure it out. Um, a lot of people don't want to mess with real estate, and I think when you first start real estate, the key, um, I've been in real estate for over 30 years, and I, I you know, ran franchises. So I would tell you that I think when you first start as investing in real estate, you have to learn and do some of the work yourself uh, for profitability, especially with the prices we have right now. Um, but the good news is rents have gone through the roof also. Not only have prices gone through the roof, but so have rents in the last you know, year, year and a half. So that helps. But that's so just kind talk of how about the we current situ- the, the, the current situation, Myra. So we've had the coronavirus for almost two years now, and a lot of people mm-hmm. have not been able to pay their rent, and there's been this uh, moratorium on evictions and foreclosures, frankly. Um, it may come off, it may not come off, but that's hurt an awful lot of landlords, particularly small landlords, 
who've not been getting the rent they were expecting, and not only current rent, but past rent. How has that affected you, and how should somebody thinking of going into real estate in today's environment be dealing with that situation? Well, I've got to be honest with you, Jordan. I never dreamed that our government would step in and do what they have done. Um, I just think that, um, that it's just not right for the working man that's gone and bought rental properties and built their own uh, retirement through rental properties. I personally have not been affected by it. Uh, none of my renters ch- chose not to pay me their rent. Um, now, a lot of them have been with me a long time. Uh, at my peak, I had about 38 properties. I currently have about 28 I've got one in contract now to sell. So I've been selling some properties because of the market being so ridiculously high. Um, I just started taking some of my profits, and I'm diversifying a little bit through buying some dividends. I've been buying stocks that pay dividends. So that's what I've been doing. I have a YouTube channel, and I share my journey, and it's called Down Home Money. And I, Because I just started doing this in March of 2020, uh, I just made the decision that I needed to diversify a little bit because most of my wealth was in real estate. And when the government did that, I had a lot of past clients calling me um, upset that our government steps in and says, it's okay, you don't pay your rent, especially for this long. Um, and so it's hurt a lot of people. You're absolutely right. And, um, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully they will stop kicking the can down the road. Um, a lot of us are hoping, uh, you know, that, they, that this stops and we move forward. So for somebody buying today, somebody getting started in real estate today, as you said, prices have gone up dramatically, as have rents. Do the numbers work for somebody buying today? as well as they do for when you were buying years ago? You know what? The numbers are the same as far as you look for one thing, and, and here's what my philosophy is. is I'm gonna, if I pay $100,000 for a property, I have a 1% rule. Will it rent for $1,000? If I pay $200,000, it's going to be $2,000 a month. And if it does not, I don't buy it. And that has been always my rule of thumb, and it has worked for me. We have been extremely successful in the rental property business. I mean, over the last 33 years, we have had only five evictions. So that's pretty unbelievable. But remember, my husband's a policeman. He's a real good judge of character. (laughs) And so we get people that live with us for years. I mean, I've got tenants that I've got one tenant that has paid Three times the house. He has paid for the house three times living there. He's almost going on 20 years. So I will tell you, I mean, we have long-term tenants. They get in our houses. They stay. We take care of business. And, you know, it's just true. If you if you treat this like a business, it will pay you like a business. You treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby, and hobbies cost money. So in buying homes, do you go through uh, multiple listing services and agents, or do you try things off the market or buy from people who don't really have it listed? What, what is your best way to buy rental properties? Yeah, all of the above. I do it all. I talk to people. I ask people who they know that may want to sell a property. I contact, like, in the area I'm in. I'm in Denton, Texas, and we have a really high rental market here. We have three um, schools, um, you know, the University of North Texas and two others. And I, um, there are a lot of rental properties, and there are a lot of people that are older now that have been in the rental business 40, 50, 60 years that are wanting to sell their properties, but they don't want to cash out. They want to finance it and uh, because they want to keep earning a monthly income. And so there's, where there's a will, there's a way. That's one way right now that's really hot in my area. I make phone calls. I drive by and I see a house that looks like it's run down and somebody's not taking care of it. I might, you know, look up who the owner is, call them, see if they're interested in selling. I do all kinds of things. I've bought off of the MLS. I've bought from individuals. I've door knocked. I have done it all because if you want this, you'll go do whatever it takes to get what you want. So are you saying that somebody who doesn't particularly want to sell and realize capital gains would uh, take a note, you take a note back from them. I don't, didn't quite understand what you were saying with that strategy. Yes, they have paid all their properties off. So they don't want to sell everything, their portfolio, all at one time because it would be huge. Capital gains, and especially now if the president does, you know, if they do raise capital gains, 
So what's happening now, I'm finding, is that some of these senior citizens that have been in the, on these properties for years and years are wanting to sell, but they want to finance it and charge 5% interest or whatever, and they carry the note on the portfolio. So that way they still have a monthly income, and then they'll only pay taxes as they get the money yearly. I see. Very good. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. Her book is called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more about it at her website, which is downhomemoney.com. We'll be back after this. How has your 401k been performing? Does it seem like it could be doing better? Confused about what you're interested in, what you're investing in? Does having your entire portfolio tied up in stocks and mutual funds cause uneasiness or make you feel like you don't have control over your financial future, especially in turbulent times? Do you have fear of missing out on hot asset classes such as cryptocurrency, real estate, or gold, but don't have the cash on hand to invest? Do you wish there were more options for diversification in your portfolio? Does your traditional IRA company offer only public investments like stocks and mutual funds? Equity Trust Company offers administrative and custodial services for tax-advantaged retirement accounts and investor tools that allow you to easily diversify into alternative investments in the private market. Not many people know you have the power to take control of your financial future by investing your retirement account in areas that you're excited and passionate about, such as cryptocurrencies, real estate fix and flips, gold, and nearly any other private market opportunity. From a returns perspective, the numbers don't lie. Historically, alternative assets have resulted in better returns than public market investments by big margins. The secret to unlocking investment freedom is opening a self-directed account with a company that will allow these investments and knows how to handle them. Equity Trust Company was named the best overall self-directed IRA company for 2021 by Investopedia. Equity Trust helps you unleash your potential as an investor with knowledgeable reps and technology to make this new experience easy. Unleash your investing potential with Equity Trust. Learn more at www.investorunleashed.com backslash Jordan to get started. That's www.investorunleashed.com backslash Jordan so you can diversify your IRA into many alternative assets. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. 
She is the author of a new book called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more at her website, downhomemoney.com. Welcome back to the show, Myra. All right, let's do that. So we talked about buying these homes. Talk a little bit about managing them and, and repairs and collecting rent. And What are some of the things people should know once they've got a portfolio to make for successful real estate management? Yeah, that's that's one of the best parts about real estate and owning a portfolio that people have a hard time with, and that is managing it. So many people tell me they're just too busy, they don't have time, and you know what? You have options, so you've got to get a better deal on the property because um, it really does take away from the, the cash flow when you have a management company. There's nothing right or wrong about it, right? It's just a matter of if you're going to hire a management company to handle everything for you, then you're probably going to need to make sure that you are really good on the deal. The deal's got to be right, and it's got to be, you've got to have the money coming in up front because I will tell you, most management companies charge um, here in Texas, it's anywhere from 7 to 10% to just manage the property, uh, and then, you know, they send out for, they send the workers for the repairs, so you truly are hands-off when you put it in management hands, and then um, some of them will call you if the, the charge is 250 or more, depends on how you set it up with the management company. I know I have a friend that owns a big management company, and any expense of $250 or more, he will call his clients. If it's below that, he just spends it and gets it taken care of. So it's all about, you know, get to know the property manager, know who you're working with, and know, and let them know what you want um, if you end up going with property management. But keep in mind, it's going to set you back anywhere from 7 to 10% a month on your, on your income and your profitability. Now, now, you manage them all yourselves. How do you do that if they're all over the place? If you're in a local area, you can go and visit them. I can see it. But if your properties are all over the country, how do you manage it remotely? Uh, mine are not all over the country. I, um, mine are now all based right here in Denton, Texas. And then I've got one house in Carrollton, Texas. Um, but other than that, all of my rentals. Now, I have homes in different states, but those are mine, and they're not rental properties. I, I did have some Airbnb in Florida, but I just, like I was telling you earlier, I just sold quite a few properties because, I mean, when you can triple your money, it's time to sell. And it takes take a long time collecting rent to make the kind of money. And so I've sold my condos I had in Panama City Beach, Florida, and I, um, so I don't, I no longer have those because I was actually, to be honest with you, I was paying 25% for Airbnb property management in Florida. Cause just like you said, when they're out of state, you can't really ha- take care of things like you can when it's local. Locally, my husband can take care of everything. And, you know, we have relationships with contractors and AC guys and plumbers to go fix stuff. But when it was long distance, it was way harder. And so I would definitely advise property management if you're going to buy out of state. Yeah. So let's talk about some other areas. You, you talked about real estate here. Um, retirement accounts. So what are some things people should be knowing about setting up IRA accounts and so on uh, to build money for their retirement? So for me, I was really blessed, Jordan. I had a client who was quite the businessman. Um, He sold businesses all over Dallas, and he shared with me when I was in my 20s that I needed to open up a Vanguard brokerage, and I need to do a simplified employer pension, a SEP. And I was just like, I just laughed, you know, when he said that. I was like, yeah, I'm in my 20s. I'm never going to need it. And the cool thing about it is I did it. And I'm so grateful that I did. And I started with just $100 a month. He told me what to put it in. And he had me put it in the S&P 500 index fund with Vanguard. And that was the only fund I had. And in 10 years, that account was worth $165,000. And then in another 10 years, so a total of 20 years, it had over a million dollars in it. I never touched it. Every month I made contributions. I allowed it to keep compounding. So I'm sold on on retirement accounts and what you need to do. And, you know, if you don't change anything you're doing right now, if you just make sure you make monthly contributions and invest in the S&P 500 or the total stock market fund, I'm a firm believer that um, it can change the trajectory of your life. 
So to open a SEP, do you have to be running a business? What are the criteria for opening a SEP account? Yeah, so that's a self-employed pension. So, yeah, it's for people who own businesses. A lot of real estate agents, because, you know, they're all 1099. They're not employees for the most part, depending on what company they're at. So a lot of small business owners can open them. Um, it, I mean, it is a great way, and it allows you the write-off for 2020 was 50, up to $57,000. So it's a lot more than an IRA. And in, in um, 2021, it's $58,000. For the self-employed, it's one of our largest tax write-offs. And, and what a great way to fund your future sales. So it's, it's, it's a great investment, and, um, and that's what you know, I continue to do that now. It still is a great write-off for me, and I, I continue with it. I didn't plan on that being my retirement. My retirement was always going to be rental property, but I also never dreamed it would end up with this much money in it. So I'm grateful. He has long uh, passed, and I am grateful that he gave me that great advice 30 years ago. So what have you been doing with the proceeds from the homes you're selling? Are you putting it back into more real estate or diversifying? I am diversifying right now. I um, I actually did buy a beach property um, in Galveston, Texas, and I have somebody managing it for me. Like I said, the only thing I have is the outside is going to be managed and taken care of. I, we take care of the ones that are here locally in the majority of our portfolio. So this year I did buy that. Um, but other than that, the market's so high, I'm really not buying real estate. Um, I put an offer in yesterday on a property uh, just because I've got a, a guy made me an offer on one of my properties, and I took it because it was ridiculous. And, you know, if you're going to make a ridiculous offer, I'm going to take it. I mean, seriously. And this market is so inflated right now. We are going to have a correction. I mean, we just are. And so I just thought, if I can, my golden rule is if I can get three times the value, what, uh, what I pay, or actually the three times what I paid for the property, I'm going to sell it. And so now I'm looking for a property and I found something uh, and I made an offer on it. We'll see, you know, if I get it or not, I'm still going to sell. I'll, you know, I'll pay 23.8% capital gains any day of the week compared to my, my federal tax rate. So as far as stocks, you're diversifying into stocks. What do you look for in dividend paying stocks to pick which ones you want to put your money in? Well, I love all the aristocrats, and so I will tell you, I sold some apartments um, last year, and I did not do a 1031 exchange, and I, I paid like 360000 for that property, and I sold them for 895000 and if I sold it this year, I'd made over a million. I mean, really, it's just crazy, uh, but I sold it in 2020, and I chose to just pay the tax and, buy, and, and you know, diversify. So I started a portfolio, and I started buying dividend stocks. So first of all, let me say I'm a novice, and I'll be the first to tell you that. And I'm really studying. I really am, am studying the market. I've learned a lot. Fast forward from March 2020 and to today, but I, I learned pretty early on about the aristocrat stocks, and that's what I started buying. And, of course, the market I got lucky because of what happened with the market with COVID in February, and then the market started dropping. Well, that's when I was going in the market from selling those apartments. So I've made some great money and some great investments, and I absolutely love dividends coming in. And now I've built a portfolio. I've built another portfolio for just strictly dividends. And, um, I'm, you know, I look at the P-E ratio. I look at how long they've been paying a dividend. And, um, I, and I look at the yield, to be honest. I mean, and I'm trying to, my goal is on my dividend portfolio, I want 6%. I have a lot of AT&T. Of course, that's going to, um, you know, they're going to lower their dividend and they're going to get some shares of the new company they're forming too. But still, it pays over 7 Exxon pays really well. I have Exxon, I have Chevron, I have BP, I, I have, um, uh, you know, Kroger, Verizon. I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of really good stocks in there. And um, last month, which is really exciting, I hit 10000 for the month, $10,000. My quarterly and monthly dividends added up to $10,616.12. Not that I'm keeping up with that, Jordan. <laughs> and you're, you're taking it or you're reinvesting it? 
I'm reinvesting it. Mm-hmm. So it's growing really fast. My goal, my first goal was $1,000 a month in dividends, and I'm reinvesting it. And I did it exactly like I did rental property. I mean, for my husband to quit his job, we needed to make 5000 a month. So I first, you know, it was $1,000 we were making a month. And then two, and it took 13 years to get up to 5000 a month so he could quit and I could sell my hair salon. I'm treating this portfolio, this dividend portfolio, exactly the same. I started with, I wanted to make 1000 a month. So I started mostly with Exxon and AT&T. Um, I have 3M. You know, I've got some really good ones, uh, AbbVie, um, that will pay really well and higher dividends. I have Altria, uh, Realty Core, Realty Income Core. So I bought some really great stocks, and I've just kind of uh, been growing it. And every month, those dividends get reinvested, and it's just growing like crazy. It's pretty exciting. I'm watching it, and I'm just like, wow, it's exciting. Excellent. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. Her book is called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more about her journey uh, to financial freedom at her website, downhomemoney.com. We'll be back after this. Every year, American businesses waste over $400 billion because bad writing causes confusion, misses the mark, or takes too long to get to the point. On the other hand, better writing helps businesses win and impress customers, enhance brand perception, improve internal communications, and strengthen relationships with critical partners. Better, faster writing means better business, which is why your team needs WordTune for teams. WordTune goes way beyond simple spelling and grammar correction since its artificial artificial intelligence engine understands meaning and offers writing suggestions to help anyone make their writing more clear and compelling. It's the ultimate tool to elevate your entire team's writing instantly. I was wondering how a writing tool could possibly do this, so I gave it a try. It's kind of like having a writing expert on call at any time to look at my drafts and suggest improvements. Now I don't have to waste time agonizing over the perfect sentence because WordTune offers the best alternatives, and I pick the one I like best, and it makes the changes in my text instantly. I was recently writing up a business proposal, and WordTune gave me just the right words to get across why people I was writing to should approve the deal. You wand over the sentence or the block of text you've just written, and WordTune then suggests ways to improve it. And if I agree, I just click and the changes are made. Using WordTune makes me and my team confident that what we write will be optimized for maximum impact. When can your team use WordTune? Uh, You can improve performance on any project, everything from internal emails to press releases, sales outreach to customers, and so much more. You can use WordTune anywhere you're writing online, including Google Docs, Slack, Outlook Web, and WhatsApp. You can try WordTune for free at wordtune.com slash moneyanswers. Are you looking to elevate your team's writing? My listeners can get a discount for their team today at wordtune.com slash moneyanswers. Wordtune improves writing efficiency up to four times. Better, faster writing means better business. Start writing better with Wordtune by going to wordtune.com slash moneyanswers. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. 
You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Myra Oliver. Her book is called Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. You can find out more at her website, downhomemoney.com. Welcome back to the show, Myra. Thank you. I need word tune. I, I just listened to that. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, that would be a good idea. So uh, we talked about passive income as your whole strategy. So we talked about real estate. We talked about dividend paying stocks. Another one is franchises. So what are the pros and cons and what are some of the franchises do you think might be worth people getting into to pr- create passive income? Well, I'll tell you, Jordan, I didn't just get to franchising, right? I mean, I think that it depends on where you are in life and, and what you want to do. Some franchises are an, actually a job, in, a, in all honesty. Some franchises require ownership to work in the franchise. Um, for me, I kind of looked on, I'm just being real honest here, um, I, when I joined my um, office, and I have Keller Williams franchises, um, when I, you know, Keller Williams has tons of opportunity, and so when I became the team leader for my office, which means I was running the office, and when I ran that office, I got to a certain point, and the, the guy, the operating principal, said to me, if I double that office, he would sell me some ownership. And that's how I got in franchising. So I hustled and I doubled that office and then I ended up with some uh, some ownership in that office. And then later, I mean, that's what I love about our franchise is the fact that we, we help people get ownership. That's what we do. You go perform, you earn the right to buy some shares. And so that's a beautiful thing. But, you know, even small businesses, I started out as a small business owner in a hair salon, but it allowed me freedom and I learned so much about business just from being in business myself. And there's just so many other opportunities besides franchise because franchise takes money. So if you don't have the money to buy the franchise and go that route, there are other ways to start up and, and do startups like being self-employed. And like I had a little hair salon and I figured that out. And, you know, I mean, there's so many things today with the Internet that allow you to start businesses and do business right online. I mean, it's amazing to me how many people have Amazon stores and how they sell off Amazon and and make these huge incomes from it. And Etsy, I mean, there's just so many ways to do it that there's just a lot of different ways. Network marketing really helped me and my husband save more money and buy more rental properties when I was in my 20s. Um, I became a distributor for a network marketing company, and it had nutritional products, and I just got the word out and told everybody to sit in my chair. They either needed weight loss product, they either needed an energy product or a sleep product. I had something for everybody, and I had an audience sitting in my chair, so I just shared the products and made an extra income from it. What are the pros and cons of network marketing as a way of producing passive income? Well, in network marketing, you've got to be willing to talk to people. So if you don't have that personality that likes to talk to people and go and approach people, and if you don't like sales, I would tell you you're going to struggle in network marketing because if you, know, you have a pocket full of gold and you don't tell anybody, you're going to go home with that pocket full of gold. And for me, I didn't have a problem. I love sales. So network marketing was a perfect fit, but I see so many that get in with the allure of making side hustle money, but yet you got to take action. It's like anything. You know, the only time work comes before success is in the dictionary. It doesn't any other time. So it's so important that, that you get that, that, you know, you got to work. But, you know, I mean, success comes, I'm sorry, success comes before work is in the dictionary. <laughs> it's not. You know what I mean? Success that's the only time, and, and, and see, I messed that up. I'm so used to working all the time. But work, <laughs> the only time that you get success before you get work is in the dictionary. And it's so important that you understand that. And I think people, I, I used to laugh at people because, you know, we all have big dreams. All of us want better lives. We all are going for the same thing. But the problem is a lot of people don't want to work for it. 
And I see yep. that more now than ever. And so I'm always fascinated by that because I'm going to just tell you, I've had to work hard for everything I've got, and I'm super proud of that. And now you um, talk about your freedom plan. Working. You say one of the things important for your doing a financial freedom plan is to know your big why. What do you mean by that? So I think you got to know what is driving you every day and what makes you, what gives you joy. And you need to start writing down what is inspiring you, what makes you want more, what do you want more of, what do you want less of, whether it be work, whether it be cleaning your house, whether it be washing the car, whatever it is that you love or you don't love, get you a list of what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And then you're, you're, you're narrowing down what gives you joy. When you're with your kids, and you so enjoy that. And, and, and then when you go to work, if you feel like that, that that's not what you want to spend all your time doing, then that needs to be on the other side. You just need to draw a line, do your paper, and put down the things that give you joy and the things that don't give you joy, and then let's work towards the things that give you joy and what your big why is. I'll be honest with you, Jordan, I had a hard time. I don't have any children, and I had a really hard time figuring out what my big why was. And I really didn't even figure that out till I was in my 40s. And a lot of people, I'm not alone. When I started being honest about that and saying that, people would say to me, oh, my gosh, I feel the same way. And I just didn't, I just felt like something was wrong with me. And nothing's wrong with you. You just got to start paying attention what you're enjoying when you're enjoying it. Does that make sense? It does make sense, indeed. Well, we've learned a lot. My guest this hour has been Myra Oliver. Her book is called... Uh, Down Home Money, A Simple Approach to Financial Freedom. We've learned a lot about how she did it and how you can do it as well. You can look at uh, her website, which is downhomemoney.com, to find out how you can get your own plan for financial freedom. Thanks so much for being a guest on The Money Answer Show, Myra. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.